This is The Social Geek Radio Network. And welcome to the Social Geek Podcast. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing consigliere. Today, it's part one in a series of shows recorded live at IFA 2024. My rock star panel is here Derek Abelman, Ali Krause, and Scott Greenberg. Next up, Mary Thompson, COO of Neighborly, and Clint Smith, CEO of CareerPlug and author of the book, How to Hire. Today's episode is brought to you by Answer Connect, Northeast Color, and the panel is next after a word from our newest sponsor, Hughes. Cybersecurity is the biggest risk to your business. Cyber criminals can steal your data, steal your money, and even impact your ability to stay open. Protect your business with Hughes Managed Cybersecurity. The Hughes suite of cybersecurity services protects, detects, and responds to cyber threats so you can focus on running your business. Reach out to find out how Hughes can become your cybersecurity partner. Visit Hughes.com slash franchise. We are back in Franchise City with the Social Geek Rockstars. It's Derek Abelman of Northeast Color. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm well. Uh, trying to make do in these mean Franchise City streets. <laughs> and Allie Krause from Benetrends, who was getting lost in Franchise City a little bit ago. I'm lost because I have no voice after the fun of our first day here, so I'm going to do my best on this podcast. But Okay, well, just uh, just get through the podcast. The rest That's of the day, you the can the only important stop, you know. thing, Jack. Yeah, thank you very much. And the, the man of the hour, really, today is Mr. Scott Greenberg, whose new book, Stop the Shift Show, just dropped. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's wearing Scott's face on their shirt. It, it's just Scott-a-palooza here, man. Congratulations on a big day. Thank you. You know, there's a franchise country mouse and a franchise city mouse. And today I'm a franchise city mouse, so I'm grateful. Uh, yeah, but no, it's been, it's been great. I'm so excited to be here. Well, thanks for joining us and, and taking a few minutes out of your day as you're signing books and, uh, and, and meeting lots of people who are excited about your book. Um, What's been the best part of this so far? Like, it just the, the, the number of people who, who recognize you from maybe from your first book. Sometimes I don't necessarily recognize them right away, and it gets embarrassing. But I talk to other people at IFA, and everybody says the same thing. No, I'm just mostly really grateful. I mean, the hard part isn't writing a book, it's promoting it. I'm here to do that. But if someone comes up and they mention the first book and they appreciate it, I'm really psyched for that. So I'm just hoping that this first book gets out there and helps people, and that's what it's about. It's more about the book than it is about me and helping people. Excellent. Well, we all did a, a podcast just a, a, a couple of weeks ago talking about all the plans we had. And uh, Derek, some of your plans look like they're coming true. You've got a really great, solid team here with you this year. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. It's it's always a pleasure to, to be with our franchise family, to be here in our community. And, and we brought Pete, Cater, and our president, Yomar, and our new sales director, Dan Tanner. And we also brought um, Kayla Hash, who's a, a resident, a Phoenix local, and she's been taking us out and about 
but it's just been really wonderful to be able to introduce these people to our community and um, and kind of watch their eyes light up as they as they get it as they understand what all the hullabaloo is like working back at HQ filling orders and doing things like that is important but coming out and really seeing the impact that we can make within the industry and the people that that really make this place come alive that's probably my favorite part what uh, what else do you guys have planned are you uh, are you meeting with a lot of franchisors here are you are you rolling out any changes to your service offerings what what's sort of the big story for you this well, year? well we're steady eddy on our service offerings and so forth but we are um, we do have a party this evening uh, at Hus Brewing Company. Uh, that's exciting. I'm leading a round table tomorrow. Uh, and I would really encourage anyone to check out any round table that you could go to. Not just mine, but mine is about how to deliver a consistently authentic brand experience in a brick and mortar environment. We find that the more we're able to really give people that sort of best practices at the outset, the smoother everything goes. But that's just me. There's so many other thought uh, leadership roundtables that I would really encourage everyone to, to take advantage of those. That's where I think a lot of the gold is in this conference. I think the most golden thing that I heard so far uh, was really at the annual leadership conference. And uh, our, our friend Allie Krauss was leading a really great roundtable or panel, I guess I should say, at the ALC. Um, I think you thought I was joking when I said this, but I really do think that that entire panel should have been on the main stage with one of the keynote speakers. It was that good, your, your, your panelists were that good, and their stories were that compelling that it should have been 4,000 people listening to it instead of you know the 500 or so. <laughs> even, the, even the four or 500 that was there was a, a little intimidating, but only probably in the beginning of it because then I walked into the main hall today and looked at the main stage and the size of those televisions behind you are <laughs> just a whole nother level. But Derek, Northeast Color and Benetrends, gets to be on honestly the best row of all of IFA. So this podcast is publishing after IFA, but if you haven't picked your booth, you've got to keep in mind, Jack called it Park Avenue, which I freaking love because we have the best seats in the house to see the whole opening show from where we are. Um, but back to ALC, thank you, Jack. It was an incredible, incredible day for all of the Women in Franchising Committee members. We spent a whole year putting that event on, and one of the things I'm most proud of is that we had an entire panel of franchisees which you don't see, it's difficult to find, and all three of them were multi-unit franchisees. Two of them also worked for franchisors, so it was really cool to have five different brands represented up there with eyeballs from operations to franchisee to franchise development, and we were able to just cover so much content in 50 minutes that I'm hearing the coolest takeaways from the event, and we're really proud of the success. So, I mean, if I could just add to that, I was also at the ALC yesterday, and there were so many really insightful moments. But in particular, someone at my table, David Wheeler, said something that, that I thought was profound, and then I watched it play out on stage. And he said that founders can't scale. And in the ALC, uh, you guys did a case study about just between friends. Yeah. And in that, if I'm not mistaken, Shannon, the founder, ended up after a number of years selling the franchise over to one of her lead franchisees, Tracy. Yeah. And it was a tremendous thing for those two professionals to be on stage and to share that experience of what they had gone through to negotiate to that decision. 
And, and it, was, it struck me that in that room of 500 people, that this community, and this community alone could understand all of the nuances and all of the gravity and all of the difficulty in that decision. And it really just struck home that what this community does, what the IFA does, going back to founders can't scale, is that what this community does is it helps founders have a clarity so that they can take their vision and have it transcend them as an individual so that it can, it can go out and affect thousands upon thousands of other lives and businesses. And I, and I think that that is a really unique thing that the IFA does. And I think that that's something that you guys really highlighted in a, in a, in a poignant way yesterday. Yeah, it was a really cool conversation. We knew that it was going to throw the crowd off, which is what I personally love, because that case study takes a lot of courage for a brand to not only say yes to the WFC, asking them to do this event, because it's not just, hey, let's highlight you and you get up on a stage and celebrate your journey and your brand. It's really intimidating. I mean, they put out all of all of their history, their dirty laundry, everything from the wins to the losses to the struggles. And, and together as a room, we really work through what a brand and that was in a little bit of turmoil for a while, really got to experience. And so it's a really unique opportunity to have those really deep conversations with people that you don't even know at your tables. And I just love how, how deep it gets. It doesn't stay surface level. And, and I'm, I'm so proud of those two women for saying yes and having the courage to say yes. And a little bit of me loves that we tricked the room because most of the people thought that would have sold to private equity. And it turned out that we sold to a franchisee and we got to tell that story. So very very thankful for that brand for both of the women who shared their story yesterday. Uh, so I unfortunately didn't get in until Saturday night, so I missed it. But I heard great things about it, and I guess what I appreciate that is, you know, people come to IFA and everybody wants to present them their best selves, sell their products and sell their services. But when someone is get willing to get up and be vulnerable and share the human side and share their mistakes, uh, not only do they not lose respect, they gain respect, and it gives everyone else permission to be imperfect. Yeah. So when a great brand is willing to admit uh, where they haven't been so great, but where they've been able to overcome it, that kind of thing, I find that deeply inspiring. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you guys always do when you put on that event. Yeah, and you said you said the word human, which is so much of what our focus was yesterday. In a very virtual, lived world, we talk about what it's like to be virtual all the time. But what we did yesterday is we just focused on the word human. And so that's what it did, is we admitted mistakes. I, I walked out on the stage and realized I forgot the clicker. And I announced it to the room of 500 people because I, I'm personally, but also just the Women's Franchise Committee and, and the women that we're working together with and the empowerment that we're trying to bring to the franchising industry, so much of it is about being human, admitting mistakes and laughing at your faults and having a lot of fun in this industry. So I think that's what we did yesterday and that's what's going on at IFA and, and I'm lucky to be part of that fun with all of you guys. Well, thanks for being here. And again, thanks for putting that panel together with those franchisees. Um, any other thoughts on that panel with, with those business leaders? Well, I mean, there, there was something that came up, and I believe it was Kristen, one of the franchisees, mm -hmm. uh, on your panel, Ali. And it reminded me, Scott, of your book. Uh, she said that as a leader, when you are a leader, whether you are you know, the CEO or a shift manager or anything in between, that everything you do is a reflection of your leadership, what you say, what you don't say. People are always paying attention to you, and so that there is this communication that is constantly happening, and I feel that that's very much in line with, with the empathy, 
led approach to the shift show and also the, the theme of this year's conference which is franchise smarter so I, I feel like this is very much the year of the mirror and self-reflection and and being human with one another so yeah I'm just happy to be a part of it and that's why I enjoyed this morning's presentations because I felt like it wasn't about how to build a bigger better franchise but how to be better people and more inclusive and there was vulnerability in that stage there was like let's make our industry better yeah. you know by kind of leveling up everything as opposed to just you know growth and selling more and I, I really appreciated that all right guys thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day for and, and joining me here in franchise city I just I just like saying franchise city. I think we got to start singing the paradise city song right? <laughs> franchise right. city which is right, the seat uh, of government in Franchise County, just so yeah. we're not. <laughs> yeah, and, and I am running for mayor, so yeah. please, please vote for Jack. Oh, you've been so. mayor a long time, Jack Munson. <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. We will see you again real soon. Back in a moment after this word from Northeast Color. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com. So we are back in Franchise City. Right now we're at the BizCom Associates booth in the middle of Franchise City. And I'm chatting with a good friend. It's Mary Thompson from Neighborly. Mary, good to see you. Hi, Jack. How's, how's everything with you? Uh, doing great. Um, loving our, our new family here with the BizCom Associates. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. That's it's such a, great news. It's, it's, a, it's a nice crew to work with. And you, you've known them for way longer than I have. <laughs> Almost a lifetime ago, in 2006, Monica and I first started working together. But you know, I think you guys, Brand J and Bizcom, you're going to be like one plus one is three. Oh, that's that's great to hear, and thank you very much for that. And uh, look forward to seeing you more as I spend more time in the great state of Texas. Oh, will you come visit us? <laughs> I certainly will. You have so much going on at Neighborly and at the IFA. So let's let's talk about Neighborly first. Give us a little update on anything that you can share with us as far as, you know, news, releases, growth, all of that kind of stuff. Well, I'll be the first one to tell you, or you'll be the first one to hear. Uh, first of all, we had a great year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been uh, with private equity sponsorship for more than 20 years now. This is our fifth hold period. But what's interesting is last year, we had a substantial number of private equity investments that we attracted across some of our flagship brands. Um, which really, uh, they just got to the point that they started seeing that, look, these these franchisees are so large, we, we as private equity want to get into it. So we had a record-breaking year um, in May of 23, uh, Eagle Merchant Partners announced its investment uh, in, in our company, and then in August, um, we had the Trades Holding Company, one of the private equity companies in October. We uh, had a partnership with Franchise Equity Partners, and we just goes on and on and on. But all told, uh, our transactions combined an investment of more than $400 million by leading private equity sponsors in wow. our franchisees. And I take that as a real testament to the power of our system and, and what we're doing at Neighborhood. Wow, congratulations on all of that. That, that is just 
you know, growth like I think we really haven't seen in the franchise space. And for all of that to be happening now, when so many people have said, you know, watch out, the economy's going <laughs> to crash, and and you know, small businesses are all going to crash. We choose it's, not to participate. Yeah, let's let's yeah. not participate in that in that particular myth right now. So so congratulations on that, and also with the work you're doing with the IFA now. You are now the vice chair, or coming into becoming the vice chair. Is that I am correct? the vice chair as of as of yesterday. Oh, perfect! Congratulations yes, thank on that. You. And that means for for anyone who's following along at home, that means a year from now you're going to take over as chair. Yes, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I I'm 30 years in franchising now, and I I truly believe that franchising is the great American dream. I believe that we're an industry of dream makers. It's our it's our privilege to get to help our franchise owners reach their hopes, wishes, dreams, and goals beyond their wildest imaginations. And uh, I want to make sure that uh, we continue to protect, enhance, and promote franchising because that really is uh, the essence. I mean, to me, franchising, my goodness, I, I'm living proof of what it can do for you because I started off as a girl out of the Marine Corps not knowing what I wanted to do with my future. And I knew I wanted to control my own destiny, but as a franchisee, I got to. So there are a lot of girls coming out of the Marine Corps and, and other places right now who might be uh, same age that you were when you came out or, or maybe a little bit younger. What advice would you give those younger folks right now as far as you know getting into a business, franchising, entrepreneurship, anything else? Anything that, that you would love to just reach out and tell all of those people? Right well, I would now. tell both the girls and the boys that uh, I think that franchising is one of the greatest um, democratizations of wealth creation that exists out there that I know of. If you want to control your own destiny, if you want to not have to build a system from scratch, if you want to focus more on talent and, um, and operational excellence, franchising is a great place to be and go do it. If you don't have enough money to start, go work for a franchisee. Learn it from the ground up. Uh, there are plenty of us in this room in senior leadership roles that started off at the, the very the, the very bottom level. And uh, what I love about franchising is it's quite diverse. Um, we don't care your uh, we don't care where you're from. We don't care your color, your gender. Your um, what we care is that you have a heart to serve and, and take care of business, and that you're willing to follow those systems and be bold enough to go lead a group of people toward a common mission. Is there anything about franchising that maybe people just misunderstand completely that you would love to tell the world, this is something about franchising that, that I really want you to know? Yeah, so I think sometimes franchising has done such a great job of building um, brands like McDonald's, like Neighborly, that uh, they think that it's this big, giant corporation. What they don't understand is that our locations are locally owned and operated. It is a, it is your neighbor. It's your next door neighbor. It's somebody you go to church with. It's somebody that you meet at the grocery store that is probably employing your kid for a job, and is is uh, making sure that your community has sponsorship at the football games, and that um, they're part of your community. And they're not only are they creating jobs, but they're they're creating the neighborhood that that you're part of. And remember that. And I wish people knew how much franchising lifts up the everyday person to help them have this, this chance to control their own destiny in their own community. 
and as you're speaking, I'm just thinking, wow, when whoever came up with the brand of Neighborly really <laughs> hit it on about four different <laughs> levels, right? Yes. It's, it's, just, it, it's pretty much the most perfect brand name in the industry. Right I now. remember when... Uh, when we had we hired an agency to help us with it uh-huh. and they started presenting and they said you are neighborly and we said well we know that we know we're neighborly and like no 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 you are neighborly and you know this year I'm proud for the first time ever and I think we're the first company to do it every one of our brands is in the franchise 500 the top wow. franchise 500 and that, you know, that's even a bigger accomplishment I think than even some of the financial milestones mm-hmm. you know because that's that's not um, that's not something that's just made up you know, that's not a made-up no. award. That, that's something that's pretty serious about every one of your brands. So congratulations on that. Congratulations on the team's growth. And congratulations on your growth within the International Franchise Well, thank you. Thanks for having me by today and for always having a great conversation around franchising. It matters. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jack. How can you unlock millions in annual revenue? Don't miss out on 30% of your phone calls. At Answer Connect, they've got the solution for franchisors, franchisees, suppliers, and brokers. If you can't answer your calls, Answer Connect can. Reclaim your revenue today. If you think this would help, call my good friend Karen Booz at 888-822-2034. That's 888-822-2034. All right, we are back in Franchise City on Social Geek. This is right in the middle of the IFA 2024 Exhibit Hall, chatting with some of our friends in franchising. Joining me right now, it's Clint Smith. He is the CEO of Career Plug. Hey, Clint, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. And and you've got a fairly new book out. It's called How to Hire, The Essential Guide to Recruit and Retain the Right People. So congratulations on the book. Thank you. So this has been out for just a few months now, is that right? Yeah, it, we, it was published uh, at the end of last year, so yeah. Okay, great. So uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Is this for all types of businesses? Is it for small businesses, enterprises? Like, who are you really focused on here for retaining and recruiting? You know, the, the stuff that's in there could be used by anyone, but I'm thinking about our audience, which is uh, franchisees and the franchisors, the franchisors that support them. And it's a combination of experience that I've had working with some of those business owners and franchisors and developing systems. And then also my own experience of growing my business from being just a solopreneur in my apartment all the way up to having about 100 employees now. Well, and going that, through all the different levels. Plug is now. Yeah, we have wow. we have quite a few employees. That's, that's, that's impressive. So tell us a bit more about Career Plug as a brand. Yeah, we've been around since 2007, but focused in franchising for probably about the the last 10 years now. And uh, we provide hiring software that helps uh, make the whole process easier for franchisees. So if you think about um, most franchisees don't have a uh, hiring expert, Mm -hmm. HR person on their team. So the software that we have, it's, it's built specifically for them to make it easy for a business owner or manager to be able to come in and get a job posted, attract applicants, and then run them through a hiring process to pick the right people. Very good, because all I hear from most of the brands I work with and their franchisees, 
how are things going, what's your biggest challenge. It's always hiring, but also also retaining the yes. most talented people. Yeah, right so, so that's, um, that's actually kind of the next frontier for us is focusing on retention. We're focusing uh, right now on first 90-day retention because what we found is that if you can get and I've validated this with a lot of conversations I've had with franchise executives here this week. If you can get someone the 90-day mark, the chances of them staying on as a long-term productive employee go up tremendously. It's interesting that years ago, I, I think people wouldn't have bailed out in the first 90 days. They would have tried to stick to it, and they just felt so fortunate to have a job. But opportunities are different right now. It's... Uh it's amazing. I, I thought the same thing, it, but I, I, I agree with that still, Jack. Like I think that uh, anyone that leaves within the first 90 days, that's avoidable. There's things that you can do to make sure that that does not happen. It, one is hiring the right people, but the other stuff is just doing the little things throughout those first 90 days to make them feel connected to the organization. Is that connection, is that what some employers are lacking? Is that why someone would leave so quickly because they, they just don't feel like they belong or they're, they're not... The, the employers not engaging with them is that is that typically the biggest challenge can I give you a, an extreme example please, I, was, I was sitting at a round table yesterday and um, this, this woman who's an executive franchisor and this was related to an employee on the franchisor team she said yeah we thought we were doing all the right things but then we looked back and realized we had our new employee watch um, training videos eight hours a day for the entire first week <laughs> and no one even spoke with her <laughs> I would have quit too well, it depends on the training videos, I think. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if they were really cool, that would be a great job. But, yeah, that's, um, uh, I, I guess there's a difference between finding a partner to help with re recruiting and retention and just, you know, giving someone videos to babysit them. And that's, yeah, because that's, that's it. it. It's not about that. When, I, when I've asked um, the franchisors who've come by our booth uh, this week and say, hey, what, where do you think the real gap is? What do people need? The thing that I've heard the most is that they need help with management. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of people that come into franchising uh, don't have that management experience. They um, Maybe they were a manager in corporate America, but that's different than managing an hourly workforce. Yeah, yeah, and, and doing things like um, having to make payroll and, and having to hire and fire. There's a lot of people in corporate America who never touch that at all. Exactly. So, so what we're looking at is, is, you know, we can't do it for them, but can we give them some of the tools that they can use in a, in a format that's easier to follow uh, and just be able to help them build some good routines? I like that idea of, of giving them tools because, you know, this is not something that someone signed up for, right? No. They, they, they might love the restaurant business or... You know, they're a really good salesperson, so they're, they're in this great B2B franchise. But being the boss and hiring and, and trying to keep people happy and, and productive, that might not be something that was ever in their skill set. And, and, you know, that's why they're a franchisee, because they, they, you know, weren't happy doing that. And you have, to, you have to work on that. That's, if you can master that and you can master getting the most out of your team, attracting the right people and then getting the most out of them, that's how you're going to really excel. Like, we've been able to grow to 100 employees not because of anything that I've done in particular, but it's other than putting the right people in the right seat and getting out of the way and encouraging them to help us achieve our goals. Excellent. What's next for Career Plug or any other projects you're working on? Well, uh, 
I'm opening a school in Costa Rica. I thought I'd mention that. It's kind of a <laughs> interesting thing. I don't think you were expecting me to say. So I, I live in Costa Rica, and um, we're opening a K through 12 school there. And it, for one thing, we, we live in a small community, and we thought it would be uh, something that would benefit our, benefit our kids. But we're really trying to do something for all of the local kids. We're 30% of the students at the school are going to be on full scholarship, local Costa Rican kids from, you know, disadvantaged backgrounds. Oh, great. Well, teach them about business. I, I think yeah. that would be a, a great a great experience. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's something that uh, I've been wanting to do for a long time is just be part of the community there, and I'm really excited about it. In terms of Career Plug, uh, we're, we're focused on that retention stuff, like I said, and then continuing to work with our franchisees uh, and the franchisors that are supporting them to help them get the growth that they're looking for. Excellent. Um, anything you've heard here at the IFA this week about franchising or entrepreneurship or um, even business in general that, that really kind of stood out or conversations you've had? Any, any, any sort of final thoughts on franchising? Yeah, it's um, the thing that I'm going to just reiterate the management piece because that's the one that I'm, I'm thinking about myself so much is that you can't come in. They, they, um, franchise... Franchisors are very reluctant right now to provide management skills and tools to the franchisees who are coming in to the organization. I think now more than ever with uh, joint employer stuff. Yeah. But there, um, you know, I was just in a session uh, with the guy who wrote the the what's the the shift uh, book? The sh- Stop the shift show. Scott Stop Greenberg. the shift yeah. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, look, we got to find a way to work past all this and 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 get these the skills and the tools in um, these franchisees' hands to be able to empower them to be successful. So that, that that's my number one takeaway from this whole event. Excellent. Well, I, I love the fact that you were uh, listening and learning from Scott as well. And, uh, and I'd love everybody in the audience to check out your book. Again, it's called How to Hire the Essential Guide to Recruit and Retain the Right People. Clint Smith, thanks so much for joining us here on Social Geek. Thanks for having me. And thanks again to all of our guests this week, recorded live at IFA 2024, including our rock star panel, Allie Krauss, Derek Abelman, and Scott Greenberg, and our special guests, Mary Thompson of Neighborly and Clint Smith of Career Plug. And thank you for listening and staying connected on the Social Geek Radio Network.